Coming up next on Passion Struck, whether it's buying a stranger's coffee, sharing a heartfelt compliment, lending an ear to someone in need, or sparking change through charitable gestures, the ways that you can weave kindness into your days are limitless. And don't just save kindness for birthdays and holidays. Make it your daily rhythm. Because here's the secret sauce. Kindness doesn't drain your reserves. It amplifies your life. Welcome to Passion Struck. Hi, I'm your host, John R. Miles. And on the show, we decipher the secrets, tips, and guidance of the world's most inspiring people and turn their wisdom into practical advice for you and those around you. Our mission is to help you unlock the power of intentionality so that you can become the best version of yourself. If you're new to the show, I offer advice and answer listener questions on Fridays. We have long form interviews the rest of the week with guests ranging from astronauts to authors, CEOs, creators, innovators, scientists, military leaders, visionaries, and athletes. Now, let's go out there and become Passion Struck. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Momentum Friday and episode 340 of Passion Struck, consistently ranked by Apple as one of the top 10 health podcasts in the world. And thank you to each and every one of you who come back weekly to listen and learn how to live better, be better, and impact the world. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for being here, or you simply want to introduce this to a friend or a family member. We now have episode starter packs, which are collections of our fans' favorite episodes that you can organize in the convenient topics that give any new listener a great way to get acclimated to everything we do here on the show. Either go to passionstruck.com slash starter packs or Spotify to get started. You can also catch us on Monday and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on your evening commute on the Brushwood Media Network. Links will be in the show notes. In case you missed my episodes from earlier in the week, I had on two great guests. The first was a visionary nature filmmaker and cinematographer, Louis Schwartzberg. Louis's breathtaking films from Fantastic Fungi to his latest masterpiece, Gratitude Revealed, have enchanted audiences worldwide, opening their eyes to the eye-inspiring beauty of the natural world. In Gratitude Revealed, Louis takes us on a transformational cinematic journey, exploring how gratitude can lead to such a more meaningful life. The second episode featured Dr. Judd Brewer, who is an author and thought leader in the field of habit change, as well as the science of self-mastery. We discuss his New York Times best-selling book, Unwinding Anxiety. New science shows us how to break the cycles of fear and worry to heal your mind. Please check them all out, and I wanted to thank you so much for your continued support of the show. If you love either of those episodes or today's, we would so appreciate it if you gave us a five-star rating or review. And please share this with your family and friends. I know we and our guests love to hear from you. Now let's talk about today's Momentum Friday episode. Take a second and travel back to a time when you either rocked a sweet gesture for someone or were on the receiving end of such goodness. I bet you're grinning right now as those memories flood in. Those moments lit you up like a Christmas tree flooding you with all those warm fuzzies. And the crazy thing is, just thinking about them brings that same surge of joy back. No two ways about it. Dishing out kindness and being on the receiving end are like pure positivity bombs loaded with perks aplenty. But let's be real here. Even though we know kindness is a big deal, we're not always pros at dishing it out. Our self-interests often hog the spotlight, dimming the needs of others. Our lives full throttle in the pursuit of success sometimes blinds us 
to the simple stuff around, those everyday needs that we could effortlessly meet if we just paused and gave a damn. So in this episode, I am diving deep into why kindness is wired into your DNA, the awesome paybacks for rocking this kindness vibe, and some hands-on techniques to seriously jack up your kindness game in your day-to-day hustle. By the time we're done here, you'll be all pumped up to slap on a fresh coat of purpose onto your kindness crusade. Let's kick off this adventure with a potent tale from the master storyteller himself, John W. Slatter. This little narrative tells a vivid picture of just how massive a ripple and a tiny drop of kindness can create. Thank you for choosing Passion Struck and choosing me to be your host and guide on your journey to creating an intentional life. Now, let that journey begin. Get ready to supercharge your hiring experience with Indeed, our fantastic partner. We at PassionStruck are all about seeking smarter, more efficient ways to do things, and Indeed perfectly aligns with this philosophy when it comes to hiring. It's more than just a job site. It's a comprehensive platform that revolutionizes the way you find the perfect candidates. With its powerful matching engine and over 350 million global monthly visitors, Indeed streamlines the hiring process, bringing top talent straight to you. No more sifting through endless unqualified resumes. Indeed does the heavy lifting just for you. And what I love about Indeed is its ability to centralize all your hiring activities. From scheduling interviews and screening applicants to messaging candidates, it's all in one place. During my career, I've hired thousands of employees, and I only wish I had Indeed's efficiency and speed back then. And here's a fact that absolutely blows my mind. 93% of employers... According to a recent survey, say Indeed delivers the best quality matches over other job sites. That's quality and speed hand in hand. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash PassionStruck. Just go to Indeed.com slash PassionStruck right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash PassionStruck. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know all those discount codes are difficult to remember, so we put them all at passionstruck.com slash deals. Now, back to Passionstruck. Back in 1993, the literary mastro John W. Slatter penned a tale that's like a punch-in-the-gut reminder of how a single, unassuming act of kindness can snatch someone from the jaws of despair. He named it Simple Gesture, and here's the rundown. So there's this guy named Mark just strolling home from school one day. Ahead of him, some poor kid spills his whole life. Books sweaters, baseball gear, you name it. Without missing a beat, Mark swoops in like a hero and helps the kid collect his stuff. They're headed in the same direction, so Mark lends a hand with the load. And as they walk, secrets spill. Kid's name? Bill. His loves? Video games, baseball, and some good old history. His struggles? Everything else. Plus, he's fresh out of a breakup. Ouch. They get to Bill's house, and bam. Mark's invited in for some Coke and TV. Afternoon turns into laughter, chit-chat, and before you know it, Mark heads home. But guess what? This ain't no one-time thing. They start bumping into each other at school, grab lunch a couple times, and even graduate from junior high together. High school? Yep. Same place. They cross paths here and there over the years. Then... Boom, senior year drops, and three weeks before tossing those caps, Bill hits Mark with a we need to talk, and here is when things get deep. Bill takes a trip 
down memory lane, back to the day that they first crossed paths. Turns out that that day was more than just books falling. Bill was carrying a load way heavier. Hidden away were his mom's sleeping pills, and he was marching home with a plan. A dark plan. But then, Mark happened. They talked. They laughed. They bonded. And in that shared moment, Bill saw a different path. A path that held more moments. More laughter, more life. So in a way, when Mark scooped up those scattered books, he did way more than just a good deed. He saved a life. This story, oh man, is such a phenomenal example. How potent a single act of kindness can be. And trust me, there are tons of these true tales that are floating around. Not all might be this dramatic, but each one packs a punch, reminding us of the force kindness wields. So here's the thought grenade I'm tossing your way. Is kindness something that we're born with, or is it a skill that we whip up as we age? Buckle up, because we're diving in to the answer. I recently interviewed Dacker Keltner, a psychology guru from UC Berkeley and the brain behind the Greater Good Science Center, who highlights that scientific research has unveiled a neural network in the brain that's intricately linked to the oxytocin system. Oxytocin, a neuropeptide, plays a pivotal role in fostering empathy and generosity. In his book, Born to be Good, The Science of a Meaningful Life, Keltner delves further into the notion that our evolution as a species has endowed us with innate predispositions towards qualities like kindness, generosity, and self-sacrifice. These traits, the brainchild of evolution's grand agenda, survival, gene spread, and the harmonious functioning of groups. So kindness isn't just a philosophical notion. It's biology at play, etched into our neural circuitry. Hold up, though. Here's the curveball. While we're born with kindness on speed dial, it's no smooth sail from there. We have to earn our kindness stripes through learning and sweat. See, while we're geared for kindness, we've also got this flip side, a pension for unkindness, fueled by life's quirky scenarios in the environment's whispers. Think of it like the infamous tale of two wolves ducking it out inside of us. One good, one not so nice. Asked which wolf wins, the answer is sly, the one we feed. Yep, what we nurture rules the roost within, so it's checkmate time. We have to reckon with our not-so-kind inclinations, serving them up some tough love. Only then can we shower sunshine on our virtuous side through consistent acts of kindness. So I have a question for you. Have you ever caught yourself in the tug of those two wolves? Which one are you feeding these days? So I believe that there's a price tag for kindness, and it comes down to, are you willing to pay? Listen up, folks. Kindness, that stuff that we all claim to love, sometimes makes us flinch, hesitate, or even pull back. Weird, right? Why would we hold back on something so fundamentally good? Well, let's dive into the grit. Here is the twist. Even though kindness should be as easy as breathing, we often get caught up in our heads. We overthink, second guess, and worry about the emotional fallout. Like, what if our kindness isn't needed? Or worse, what if people see right through us, thinking that we're just after some brownie points? These doubts creep in, and we end up passing on kindness, just to dodge vulnerability. In previous episodes 118 and 202, I delved deep into empathy and vulnerability, two monsters that we all grapple with. If you can grasp this truth that you don't need to tiptoe around other people's opinions and instead focus on your sincere intention to make the world better, boom, you're 
you're ready to throw kindness around like confetti. So in a nutshell, kindness isn't free. It costs something precious. Courage. A courage to be open, to give without holding back, to let yourself be seen. Mayu Angelo, the knowledge powerhouse, nailed it. It takes courage to be kind. Courage is the most significant of all virtues because without courage, one cannot consistently practice any other virtue. Now it's your turn. Are you ready to cough up that courage? How willing are you to give without expecting anything in return? So now let's explore the kindness effect and why there's more than just meets the eye. So you've heard that being kind is a good thing, right? But here is the kicker. It's not just good. It's a mind-blowing win-win-win. Let's break it down, shall we? Kindness isn't just some good deed. It's a one-way ticket to joy and awe. Picture this. You spread kindness, and suddenly you're swimming in a pool of intense happiness. But it doesn't stop there. You're also hit with awe, that jaw-dropping wonder at the moral beauty all around you. During a previous discussion with Professor Dacker Keltner, the author of Awe, The Science of Everyday Wonder and How It Can Transform Your Life, he shared how acts of kindness are like awe magnets. Now let's talk about fulfillment and satisfaction, which are life's big high five. You know, that warm, fuzzy feeling when you do something kind and you see the impact on someone else's face. Yeah, that's satisfaction on steroids. It's like hitting life's jackpot because you just made someone's day or maybe even their life better. And guess what? It's a spiritual power-up that boosts your overall life quality. Kindness is also a relationship supercharger. Remember that line by Joseph W. Worthland? Kindness is a passport that opens doors and fashions friends. It's not just poetic fluff. It's real. Being kind is like waving a magic wand for awesome relationships. It's the ripple effect. Your kindness reaches people, connects dots, and suddenly you're in a network of awesome people and opportunities. Kindness is also a mood buster and stress crusher. Research conducted at Emory University has revealed that your brain loves kindness. When you dish it out, your brain's pleasure zones light up like a disco ball. And when you see kindness in action, oxytocin, the ultimate mood lifter, floods your system, reducing stress, boosting energy, and giving your heart a high five. Plus, serotonin, the happiness wizard, gets in on the action, making you chill and super positive. How about pain and anxiety? Not on kindness's watch. Let's talk about endorphins, your brain's painkillers. Kindness pushes the endorphin button, giving you a natural high and kicking pain to the curb. Oh, and did I mention cortisol, that stress hormone? Kindness crushes that too, leaving you cool as a cucumber. It's your ticket to a zen-like mental state, waving away depression and inviting a mental well-being party. All this goodness, it's like the fountain of youth, the secret sauce for a longer, happier life. Now it's your turn. Have you ever felt the power of these kindness benefits? Think back to acts of kindness that you have performed and how they made you feel. Drop a comment on this episode and let's keep this conversation going. So now I want to go through one of the most important aspects of this episode, which is how do you live the kindness code, the blueprint for creating a meaningful life? You know, being kind doesn't need a red carpet event. It's not about grand gestures. It's about small everyday stuff, like helping a kiddo cross the street or offering a listening ear. The beauty is that kindness doesn't stick to a script. It's a versatile masterpiece painted in a million colors. So how do you make kindness your life's rhythm? Here's the lowdown on the seven keys to living a life gripping with kindness. First, kindness starts with you. To rock kindness, you got to start with numero uno, yourself. If you're handing out self-criticism like candy, that's what you'll spread around. 
Treat yourself kindly, and that kindness will flow onto others like a waterfall. Second, open up and feel empathy. Kindness demands a dash of vulnerability. Putting yourself out there despite the risks. And empathy, that's your backstage path someone else's feelings. Be a sponge for their emotions. You'll have all the tools that you need to rock the kindness scene. For further insights on vulnerability and empathy, check out episode 118 on the importance of empathy in your life. Third, forgive like a boss. To be kind, you got to let go of past grudges. Yep, forgiveness is your golden ticket to kindness town. Ditch old wounds and watch your kindness level skyrocket. For further insights on forgiveness, check out episode 208 that I did on the power of forgiveness. Fourth, tune into your surroundings. Let's face it, we're all guilty of getting lost in our own little bubbles. Break free. Pay attention to the world around you. Who needs a hand? Whose day can you brighten? Trust me, opportunities are everywhere. Five, shower compliments like confetti. Compliments are your magic wand. Wave them around like there's no tomorrow. Genuine words of appreciation? They're like little kindness bombs that explode in smiles. Six, small acts, big ripples. Never think that any act is too small to matter. Remember what author Scott Adams said, there's no such thing as small acts of kindness. Every act sets off a ripple effect with no end in sight. So go ahead, spread those ripples far and wide. Smile at someone, offer to run errands for a neighbor, walk a friend's dog, leave a tip for a waiter, or pay for someone's coffee. You'll discover that seemingly modest gestures have far-reaching impact beyond what you can imagine. 7. Meditate on kindness. Meditation isn't just a relaxation tool as we discussed with Judd Brewer yesterday. It's your backstage pass to the kindness show. A specific kind of meditation, loving kindness meditation, boosts positivity and kindness. It's like giving your brain a superpower injection. For further insights on meditation practice, either check out episode 339 with Dr. Judd Brewer or my solo episode 160 on the benefits of meditation for transforming the mind and body. Bottom line, kindness isn't a hobby. It's a way of life. And guess what? The more that you sprinkle it around, the more that it comes back to you. So gear up, embrace the seven steps, and let's make this world kinder place. Now it's your move. Which of the seven steps resonates most with you? I'd love it if you would share your thoughts. Let's dive in and cultivate a life that oozes with kindness. I've discussed a lot today, so let me wrap this up and give you some actionable advice. Here's the deal. Knowing stuff is great, but it's in the doing that magic happens. You've soaked in these insights. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and spread some kindness. It's not about holding on to this knowledge like some prized possession. Nope. It's about living it. It's about turning the knowledge into actions, into real, tangible, everyday acts of kindness. From covering a meal's cost, to throwing out genuine compliments, from comforting the distressed, to making charitable gestures, your canvas is limitless. Kindness isn't a one-time show. It's your daily rhythm, your way of being. And guess what? It's not a resource drainer. It's a life enhancer. And here's the secret sauce. This isn't just about you. It's about the ripple effect. Your kindness touching lives that you might never meet. It's about a world that becomes a better, happier place because of you. So I'm going to leave you with a mission. Say goodbye to indifference. Let's make kindness an instinct, a reflex, a part of who you are. And watch as your everyday actions create a happier world for all of us. Be the change, not someday, but right now. I hope you all enjoyed that show, and I wanted to thank everyone who wrote in this week, and especially those who listened. Links to the transcript for today's show will be in the show notes. We are now on Syndicated Radio on the Brushwood Media Network, and you can catch us Monday and Friday at 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on your evening commute. I have some exciting news that my new book, 
Passion Struck is now available for pre-order. I've got some great pre-order incentives that are going to be coming out. And in the book, you can learn all about the science of intentionality. Links will be in the show notes. Videos are on YouTube at both John R. Miles and Passion Struck Clips. Advertiser deals and discount codes are in one convenient place at passionstruck.com slash deals. I'm on LinkedIn where you can sign up for my LinkedIn newsletter. You can catch me at John R. Miles on all the other social platforms, or you can sign up on either John R. Miles or passionstruck.com for my weekly newsletter. You're about to hear a preview of the Passion Struck podcast interview that I did with Dr. Todd Rogers, a behavioral scientist and professor of public policy at Harvard University. Todd, along with Jessica Lasky-Fink, has spent over three decades studying the science of writing, and together they have authored the groundbreaking book, Writing for Busy Readers, Communicate More Effectively in the Real World. Often when we start writing, we think we know what we're writing about. Literally, it could even be a text message. And we think we know what we're writing. And as we write, it becomes clearer exactly what we're trying to accomplish. And it ends with a conclusion. That's the real key point. And we end with it. So writing can be fantastic for clarifying the way we think, helping us understand our own goals and what we want to accomplish with our writing. Sometimes we confuse that for the final stage of writing. That is the end. It is not the end. That actually helps you realize what the point of that writing activity was in the first place which we then should rewrite everything through the lens of now that I know what my goal was. Remember that we rise by lifting others. So share this show with those that you love. And if you found today's episode useful, then please share it with somebody who can use the advice that I gave here today. In the meantime, do your best to apply what you hear on the show so that you can live what you listen. Now go out there, become passion struck. Passion struck.